You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Our Bloomberg Intelligence uh, analysis notes that the virus outbreak has aided demand for cloud collaboration software, and that includes like that coming from Box. Let's get more on what they are seeing and how they are managing through the virus. Aaron Levy is chairman, CEO, and co-founder at the Redwood City-based Box, and we find him on the phone from that city on this Wednesday. Aaron, great to have you here on Bloomberg Radio. How are you doing? How is your team doing uh, through the virus? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me and, um, and, and great to be here. Um, uh, so we've, um, you know, we, we've uh, been very, very focused as a company um, with our 2000 employees on obviously first the, the health and safety of all of our employees, uh, but, but, uh, but secondarily making sure that we um, really help support our customers during this time. So our, our platform is used by about a hundred thousand businesses globally, including 70% of the fortune 500 um, really to, to help them uh, be able to securely access and share their data from anywhere. And so any company that is, um, uh, you know, right now in a work, work from home or remote work environment um, obviously needs secure access to their data and their information. Um, and our platform is, uh, is there to help them with that. So, um, so we're, right now we're just 100% focused on our customers, making sure that they can get the most out of our technology right now while they're in this new way of, of working from a, uh, a work from home environment. Right. And so, Aaron, what are you learning? I mean, with all those customers and all those different businesses, and there's been, I think it's fair to say, we certainly have experienced it first and secondhand, a lot of scrambling <laughs> out there. Like, yeah. what have you learned as you've talked to, you know, sort of folks on, on the front lines, as it were, of trying to stand up their companies in, in a different way? Yeah, I mean, this is this is certainly probably one of the most radical shifts uh, in technology and, and business operations in history. Um the you know the first is obviously the technology front so being able to run your company uh, almost completely in the cloud where you have to have modern technologies whether that's zoom or webex or microsoft teams or slack uh, from a video conferencing and a chat standpoint or being able to get access to your data from applications and, and platforms like box so some companies were already way ahead of the curve they've been investing these in these technologies for three or five or ten years um, and other companies have had, obviously had to scramble much more rapidly um, and in some cases in a much more disruptive way to be able to respond to this. So the first is the big technology transformation I think most companies are experiencing. Um, and then as soon as companies started to settle into this remote work and work from home environment, um, really the next shift has been actually how we work. And um, and this is probably going to be the most profound yeah. part of the, the, the transformation, which is um, how we're collaborating, what hours we're doing work, how we move our, our, uh, our businesses and, and projects forward. So we are seeing some pretty significant changes in the underlying ways that people are working. So we're, we're seeing that, that the days are actually longer in terms of work is getting done more in off hours from our customers. We're seeing that people are using more technology to be able to do their jobs. So obviously we've shifted to to you know much more virtual ways of working. And we're seeing an increase in collaboration amongst industries. So um, in businesses like media or life sciences or healthcare or education, massive increases in the amount of collaboration and data sharing that's happening in those markets. So, um, so the you know the uh, certainly there's going to be a lot of businesses and business models that are under pressure right now. Um, but for those that aren't, or for those that are are responding to this event, um, we're seeing um, still significant levels of in a lot of these industries. So, you know, it's interesting, I'm listening to what 
you, you're talking about. And Jason and I have been asking a lot of CEOs uh, of various companies from different industries about what's what's kind of the longer term impact of the virus. Right. How does how does it change our world? So when we emerge, you know, from this immediate crisis, what's the most important and in your view underappreciated way that the world will be different? And at least from your yeah, area think, of expertise, yeah. Yeah, no, great, great question. I mean, I think I think there's so many things that we've um, just taken for granted in terms of how we do our work. Um, that you know, we go into the office, we go into a meeting, we you know take a couple hours, we we get teams together, we maybe take a while to make a decision. We don't necessarily bring in all the voices from around our company to make that decision. It, it happens to be whoever whoever could attend the meeting, you know, you know, physically in a lot of cases. Um, or we, we go and we spend three days on a on an uh, international trip to do one or two meetings uh, in a different country. Um, I think what we're going to start to see is is you know how productive we can be with technology and how much more connected we can actually be with technology. Um, uh, in the past couple of weeks, I've I've spent probably five times the amount of time I I have historically with international colleagues um, and even international customers, and that's because it's just so much easier where the expectation is that we're going to be much more communicative and we're going to be able to collaborate much more efficiently now. So I think you're actually going to see in a very odd way because of social distancing an increase in the level of connection that, that teams have and the connection you have with your customers and the amount of collaboration that you're doing on a global basis. Um, and there'll be a lot of positives um, uh, to that. I think you're going to see all new businesses emerge. You're going to see all new types of players um, be able to get customers that previously wouldn't have been able to, to serve um, on a global basis. And of course, at the same time, we're going to see real real and severe impact. Uh, obviously, the local economy, um, you know, being right at the center of that. But um, but I think there's going to be new and novel, innovative approaches going to operate and how work styles are going to evolve and how companies are going to be able to scale, um, uh, certainly because of the cloud and because of these, these new ways of working. Right. Uh, Aaron, we just had a headline cross the Bloomberg about a company you've heard of just down the street from you, Google. Uh, CEO Sundar Pichai saying that they are going to slow hiring for the rest of the year. What do you see in terms of your own business, especially given sort of how busy it sounds like you are? How is it changing the way you're thinking about expansion, hiring, all of those things? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, first of all, uh, we, we want to be extremely prudent just given the economic environment that we're in. So we want to be very thoughtful from a, um, a cash flow standpoint and a cash position standpoint. You know, we're, we're fortunate that coming into this year, um, you know, we turned the corner on becoming profitable. Um, we're obviously going to focus on maintaining that and delivering on our, our bottom, bottom line results. Um, but that being said, we are seeing growth in, um, in certain sectors and in certain part, uh, industries that we serve. Um, and so we want to be thoughtful about uh, continuing to expand to be able to serve our customers. So I think there'll be certain areas that we, we grow in and other areas that we want to be prudent and, and continue to drive efficiency around. So um, so I think we'll, we'll see how the next couple of months and, and quarters play out. But right now we're focused on growing through this event, serving customers as successfully as possible. And that will lead to certainly more um, you know, hiring in some areas, um, and obviously, you know, continue to be very focused on our, our profitability overall as a company. Well, let's continue our conversation with Aaron Levy, CEO of Box, still with us on the phone from Redwood City, California. And Aaron, you made some interesting comments before the break about, you know, being able to engage with some of your international partners and, and customers. And I do wonder how this has changed maybe in different ways or in other ways, I should say, sort of how you lead, how you manage. Obviously, it's a remote world we're living in, but but I wonder what you've learned from from a leadership strategy perspective. Yeah, it, I, I think you're going to see companies and, and uh, leaders, you know, continue to have to evolve pretty 
pretty significantly right now. I'd say um, on the whole, I've actually seen um, uh, in dramatic improvements across our organization in terms of how we um, how, how we align and, and, and how we you know stay engaged uh, across the company. For instance, um, just our ability to have conversations with uh, dozens of people or hundreds of people at a time where uh, anybody has a voice in that conversation has improved um, by an order of magnitude. And, um, and so you get a lot more two-way dialogue. You get a lot more engagement um, across the business. Everybody um, is in the exact same, you know, situation, um, uh, and as opposed to, you know, in normal meetings, you have a few people in the office and, and kind of owning the conversation and everybody else remote, um, who's sort of, you know, secondary in the, in the conversation. This is, you know, truly, um, allows the company to in, engage all together. So, so I think you're going to see actually more collaboration. You're going to see more uh, communication in this type of environment from companies. Um, and I think some of that will, will necessarily carry through. Um, once we you know, move beyond a shelter-in-place environment. And I think there's going to be a lot of aspects to business, both in our work styles and then eventually our business models that continue to evolve um, because of this uh, uh, you know, profound event. So, um, so we do think that's going to uh, shift things a bit. Having a little fun here, if I may, um, Aaron, is I'm curious, what's tougher, you know, leading in a time of a crisis like the virus or leading when you've got pressure from an activist investor, which you guys have had to deal with, <laughs> and I know you figured some of it out, but just, you know, leadership well, in crisis, it's not easy. Well, you know, we, we've, um, I, I don't know that we've ever had a, a situation at Box in our 15 years where, where things have, uh, have been, you know, you know, stable and easy for, for more than a couple quarters in a row. But, um, but, you know, overall, I think, I think you, you, you want to stay committed to the long-term mission of the company. You want to stay committed to the culture. You want to stay, you know, committed to making sure that, that we're, we're, you know, treating our employees, um, as, as fairly and, and, um, uh, and, and, um, appropriately as possible and building a, an organization that people are proud to work at. And so whether it's a, you know, a stock market issue or a, you know, a health event and crisis like this or, um, you know, all of the competitive battles we've had over the years, um, you know, we've benefited by just thinking around, you know, uh, about the long run of the business and making sure we're building, um, you know, hopefully a, a rock solid organization in the, in the process. But, um, uh, but I think, and then this event is certainly no, no exception to that um, in, in terms of needing to make sure that you're, you're able to guide the organization, um, you know, to, to what we're ultimately trying to achieve and what we're ultimately trying right. to build. And, and there's going to be blips uh, on the way to doing that. Well, you know, and it's interesting, like, talk to us about these blips, because, you know, sometimes we've had, you know, we've had investors come on and say, crises is when we often see, unfortunately, you know, the incredible innovation come out of it, because you have to, right? And we're seeing that in the medical community, we're seeing it in education, because we don't have a choice here. So I'm just curious, those blips, you know, or those mistakes, like what mistakes have you kind of learned as a leader, whether it was, you know, because you know, Starboard the activist was kind of at your heels or whether it's right now, this environment, you know, what have been the mistakes you've made and that you've learned from? Yeah, I think, I, I think, you know, any type of uh, either mistake we've made or, or, you know, something we've had to respond to as a business, um, ultimately, uh, it, ultimately the way to get through those events are, are, you know, staying really true to your principles as an organization and as a, as a business of, of what, what you're trying to drive um, uh, and, uh, and then being decisive and being able to, you know, call a decision. Um, in some cases, that means pivoting the business. So just in the past two or three weeks, as an example, we've actually had to literally pivot both our product strategy and our go-to-market strategy so we could better serve our customers during this environment. And there's, 
there are so many, you know, amazing companies around the world that are doing the exact same thing where they've had to say, you know what, maybe we were doing one thing, but that was a bit pre, you know, social distancing world. We have to change our entire business model. We have to change the entire way that we serve customers. You have some amazing, um, you know, innovation happening around the world where companies maybe had a physical presence and they've gone completely virtual to deliver that same experience and had to make their, their business model go digital really in a matter of weeks. And so, so I think the companies that are, are able to get through these types of events are those that, that are certainly resilient in terms of the, the foundational principles and, 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 and culture that, they're, that they've built, but then able to make these decisions quickly and able to, to recognize that the reality is different and they have to respond to that reality um, as quickly and decisively right. as possible. And so, you know, that, that's at least our, our goal in this event. And I think there's, there's amazing companies all around the world that are, that are doing and, and trying to do the same thing. Well, and Aaron, we've only got about a minute left, but it, it also feels like Silicon Valley is having a little bit of a moment after a couple of years of people being like, oh, I'm not so sure about this and social media and tech lash and all of this. But it does feel like some of the good stuff is is uh, maybe coming to the fore there. Are you seeing a different sort of vibe there in, in the Valley? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you uh, I mean, it, it's, it's no coincidence that in a world of us being, you know, physically separated, then everything has to go digital. And so the digital platforms, whether it's Google or Facebook or, um, or, or Yelp or other, you know, platforms, they have to respond very quickly and be able to serve their customers in, in new ways. And so, um, so I think you're seeing a lot of that ingenuity right now. And, and then it, it's, it's completely changing society. I mean, I've, I've communicated with more family members just in the past few weeks because yeah. of technology like yes. Zoom and FaceTime. And, um, and, and, you know, these, these modern digital platforms are at the center of, um, of how we're communicating, how we're working, how we're transacting, how we're doing commerce globally. So that's going to be with us no matter what, what happens next, um, I think, for the foreseeable future because we've seen the impact that this has on our lives. Um, and so, you know, hopefully that's one silver lining through this, through this whole um, right. event is that we're going to be able to use technology for good. Um, and um, and then you know hopefully get back to get back to work and and be able to respond as an economy more broadly. All right, uh, really good stuff. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Aaron Take Levy care. is the CEO of Box, joining us on the phone from Redwood City, uh, California. Such a thoughtful guy, and yeah. uh, listen as he laid out and as you rightly uh, questioned him about. He's been through the ringer, like, yeah. like no question. And I like what, you know, he had to say that sometimes you've got to pivot and you've got to just, that's what you've got to do. Um, And we've seen it. I feel like we've talked about that with Mary Barr at GM. Like they realized, okay, what's the future? And it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. Right. Um, But But you got to be decisive. That was one thing that he said that I thought really stuck with me. So uh, a good, uh, uh, a really good conversation with Aaron Levy. 